Hi there. Uh, welcome to Bible Slash Chat. Kevin, hello. Hello. How are you? Good. It's good to see you. Good to see you too. Very well. And here we are. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Yeah. All right. So we uh, we had a question that I think comes up quite a bit and uh, and is coming up more and more yeah. recently. Um, I was listening to a podcast this morning and they were doing some analysis on it. And I think it'd be good for us to address it and help people. Um, <clears throat> obviously, we live in an age, especially after the Supreme Court's recent uh, Obergefell decision about sort of bullying and hate speech, what that looks like. And one of the things that got included in that conversation is uh, gender pronouns and preferred pronouns. Uh, and then, uh, so I guess the question I want to ask, and we can sort of interact about it, is uh, how, as Christians, do we deal with a culture that would require us uh, legally to call someone by their preferred pronouns, which might go against their their born sex, mm. uh, their their the sex that they were born into? Yeah. So how do we interact with that? Um, what would your maybe your counsel be in that situation? And then that kind of can lead to some other topics, yeah, yeah. but I kind of you know just start there. Well, I think first, like to kind of tighten our, you know, belt and mm -hmm. shoelaces and have our stuff, you know, together. I think biblically, the texts that come to mind are like Romans 13, um, yeah. when it says 13, 8, owe nothing to anyone except to love one another for he who loves his neighbor has fulfilled the law yeah. for this. And he lists several commands. You shall not commit adultery, murder, steal, covet. And he says, and if there's any other commandment, it's summed up in this word, you shall love your neighbor as yourself yeah. and love to uh, does not work evil against a neighbor, therefore loves the fulfillment of the law. Mm. So he's saying, and all things, it's love, right? We talked yeah. about it. Um, love is the engine of all righteousness. And in Ephesians 4 as well, um, it says to lay aside falsehood, speak truth, each one of you, to his neighbor. Yeah. You know, so so is it loving to lie to someone? Yeah. You know, that's really the question um, because according to what God has revealed in a passage like Matthew 19, uh, four, Jesus says, have you not read that he who created them, the creator of everyone, everyone's gender from the beginning made them male and female. Yeah. So God designs our genders right? yeah. and, and with that comes our pronouns. And so yeah. God's the, God's the author of our stories. And what we have now is a society that is, um, you know, as uh, Carl Truman said, the rise and triumph of the modern self, where it's just yeah. exalting self to be the self-determining being. I can create anything, you know, identify as anything. Um, and we're, we're up against that. Yeah. So up against creator versus creature as sovereign. But I think biblically to get the heart of the person, right. Whoever the, you know, the believer is, it's just to settle them in love yeah. and know that no matter what, even when you disagree with somebody, you are loving them. You yeah. know, it, it's not loving to talk to your grandmother who has hallucinations and say, no, yes, the walls are talking to you. Yeah, you yeah. know, like yeah. that's not actually loving. And so in a similar way, if someone is believing something that we know is not true, then it is love to actually point that out rather yeah. than to affirm them. I think we get into different discussions on what love looks like. They would say maybe accepting them yeah. and all that. But biblically, where we want to be rooted and grounded in love and speak truth to each other and say, you know, if you're looking for stability, you know, in your life or something, it's found in Christ, right? Like the, um, the heart issue is solved in Christ and in the truth. But um, biblically, I'd say at least to get us started, that would be what I would think about is okay. just settling the heart of the person in love yeah. to love them. And it's not loving to lie to someone. Yeah. So you tell them the truth about yeah. the way that they were created. Yeah. So the, so, um, so there's a secondary question there and then we'll talk about the sort of like what that looks like practically. But, uh, what about names? Like yeah. a person says, I, you know, I want my name to be different than what my name, my born name was. Yeah. I'm going to change my name to something else. Would you be okay using that terminology, like changing their name? 
I think I would. I mean, there's several names that are, you know, not gender specific, yeah. right? You know, like in, throughout history, they've changed and yeah. things like that. Um, and I think that's that's different um, as, yeah, names. Legally, you can change your name to whatever you want. Yeah, you know? it doesn't matter. And, yeah. Um, literally anything. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. Um, I think that I, I'm less less inclined um, or I'm more inclined to to honor that. Yeah. You know, and just, just say if you want to be called, whatever you want to be called, yeah. well, I'll call you yeah, yeah, yeah. in that sense. Yeah. 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 So the pronouns are different than the names because the pronouns just by the nature of language carry gender with them. Yes. Okay. So the so at that point what we're saying is to use a pronoun that carries gender, which is runs contrary to the way that they're they're created, is actually a lie. Because they were actually created with that gender. Gender and sex are the same. Mm -hmm. They created the same. Mm -hmm. And so to point them to to affirm them in something that they're not created in is to lie to them, mm -hmm. to tell them something that isn't true. Mm -hmm. And love would never do that. No. Okay. So then so then do you, do you feel like you need to be overt with that? Or do you feel like if you're questioned, you say it? I think it depends what context it's in. So okay. I would ask, you know, for playing hypotheticals, is this my friend at college? Yeah. Or is this my employer? Okay. You know, who's who's saying top down, everybody needs to blank. Because you know? at this point, they have to. Yeah. I mean, even legally, the legal code is is increasingly that yeah. way. Yeah. Yeah. So in a, in a context where it's an employer... Maybe you'd be less overt. Or if you're having a conversation with a friend uh, who is in this situation, you might say, you might be a little more overt. Totally. Say, hey, I want to, like, let me help you think about this. Yeah. You know, this is what the Bible says. Yeah. Um, okay. So then, uh, I mean, obviously it begs a ton of questions mm -hmm. like, what is acceptance? What is love? Yeah. What's the best yeah. way to, you know, care for somebody? Um, so if we're defining love in the context of being honest mm -hmm. with something, uh, like, what are some other ways that we can also show love in that context that would be helpful for that person? I think, like, I mean, of course, respecting them as image bearers of God, you know, and just just working with them. Like, I can give you respect. I want to work with you. I want to help you. I want to serve you. You know, I want to be on a team with you if we're in a company together and yeah. things like that. And um, I think doing that, obviously, like, basically d minimizes the issue. It's not yeah. like if I don't say this one thing. Therefore, all of our relationships are over. You yeah, know, it's like yeah. that's that's where I think we want to be clear. Like I can I can really have a, a really good relationship with you. Yeah, yeah. All things, you know, accepted with with that. Like um, I think that's that's a main thing is to definitely love them in the sense of being kind to them. You know, yeah. be kind to all men, as Paul says. Um, have them for dinner. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Acting yeah. acting in a way that if you were caught in that lie. You would want a Christian to act to you, yeah. you know, rather than come in swinging, you know, yeah, like yeah, just totally. to, yeah. to really be like, man, this person was really patient with me. And maybe they were clear if I wasn't hostile, you know, yeah. if I was just saying I'm caught up in this and I'm just like, I think I want you to say this when you're talking to me and and we're not in a hostile environment. And I, you know, gently say that I disagree and here's why, but I'm willing to talk with you about it. And I'd love to have more conversations. And it just eases the moment, yeah. you know, to really like lengthen out this conversation and uh, hear about their background, how they got into it, but just taking that time to know them yeah. and and then um, I think guide them to share our reasons, yeah, you know, like totally. bring them along. He was wise wins souls, you know, yeah. so it's like trying to actually win the person rather than just the argument. Mm, um, that's super helpful. Yeah. So like that when you just think about like First Corinthians 13, it does say love does not rejoice in unrighteousness, yeah. but rejoices with the truth. So we want to do that. Yeah. But by the same token, love is kind, yeah. right? Love is patient, yeah. love is kind. And, you know, so like a like a forward motion of affection toward that person yeah. while at the same time seeking to clarify, hey, I don't yeah. actually agree with this. Yeah. Like yeah. I love you so much. I love you so much. I'm telling you that this is wrong. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. I'm not just going to let you go over a cliff. Like, I actually love you. And 
there's no replacement for genuine love. Even like someone can take that line into their mouth when they're actually being a jerk, you yeah, know, to someone. Totally. And and because totally. it's like what the the Christian you know community is going to do as our posse or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like no, actual love can't be copycatted. So to actually have love for them and just think like, yeah, love your neighbor as yourself. Like, what would I want if I were in that that vice? Yeah. And someone came to me. It's like, uh, how would I want someone to talk to me? Yeah. How how quickly would I want them to get to the point? You know, like. Yeah. Um, you know, yeah, like how would I want to feel the cold shoulder from them? Probably not. Yeah, you know? it's totally. like, but but always like arms open, you know, inviting. Um, yeah, to like basically say like we have something better. Like yeah. come come to our table. Like yeah, it's, yeah, there's it's full, better there's here. food. It's yeah. great. You know, exactly. like it's better than being out in the cold. And yeah. um, it's that heart posture which I think just warms and seasons everything. That's great. So then last question, um, obviously the, the Bible calls us to submit to and obey government. Yeah. And now we find ourselves in a situation where the government is calling for something. Maybe the authorities that are over us in a, in a workplace environment are calling for something, but we we're saying, don't do that thing. How do you navigate those two systems of authority? Yeah. I mean, um, biblically, yeah. Peter in uh, Acts five, right. He's told not to preach the gospel and he says, I'll obey God rather than men. Right? So when there's a clear, opposition between those two things we always choose the lord and we trust the lord and we know that that's that's good and if we have to suffer you know for that um christ did the same thing and, yeah. and we're not alone in that he's with us in that um so there's there's rest there's peace and all of that that calms our anxieties mm. um at the same time yeah to have a vigorous discussion with it you know like to as much as possible um for example if someone is you know if a company is insisting everyone use pronouns or something and let's say you know it's not as legally settled and yeah, concrete yeah. yet um you know you could have a conversation of like oh okay this is this is actually like my religion you know we yeah. have like i'm being forced to do something against my religion like yeah. but you know constitutionally and stuff like that's not that's not okay yeah. and and you can have that appeal and that conversation um but if it if it needs to happen end up and you end up taking the hit like that's you can rejoice for doing, you know, for suffering while doing righteousness, as yeah, Peter yeah. says. So yeah. um, that's really easy to say. It's really hard to do. Yeah, yeah but, of course. Um, but biblically, that's what keeps our minds on the railroad tracks, I think, is um, those kinds of yeah. realities of just being like, yeah, we trust the Lord. And we we know that it's better to get the smiles of God than the smiles of men. Yeah, and so, totally. Yeah. Oh, that's helpful. That's really good. So obeying God rather than men means, in this case, not actually lying and loving, yeah. loving people who need care yeah. and help in this area. And yeah. if I'm if I'm penalized for that, you know, I want to make it really hard for them to think that I don't actually care about them. Yeah, you know, totally. I don't want them to be like, you know, he's he's a nuisance, like just as a person, yeah. and we disagree <laughs> yeah. with him. Yeah. But, so you want to be the nicest person they know, yeah. and also the one who disagrees. <laughs> like they should feel bad. Yeah, yeah. Like their conscience should convict them, and yeah, yeah. as as. Jesus says, like, blessed are you when people falsely say all kinds of evil against yeah. you. You know, it's like they have to resort to slander yeah. because our conduct should be so pure and and really contagious in, yeah. in its godliness that it should prick the conscience of people. Mm, yeah. Yeah. First Peter 2. Uh what credit is there if you do what is wrong and yeah. suffer for it? Yeah, it's like, like, uh, yeah. okay, yeah. <laughs> there's no credit for that. But yeah. if you do what's right and you actually love people and you care for them, and then that happens, then that's it's actually a gracious thing inside of God. Mm -hmm. Yeah, good, awesome, very good. Well, that's super helpful, thanks. Hope that's helpful for you. These are difficult topics. And so as always, if you have any questions or follow up, feel free to email us at info at faithbibleoc.org. Thanks so much.